Okay, so should I go last since it's uh, it's my topic? Or, sure. No, I don't go last. I, no, I start. Uh, no, Luke. Luke will kick us off this week. Okay. And then he'll he'll just he'll just kick it to you. He's got to introduce you. No, no, no I, I'm not. I, I don't introduce you guys. I say welcome to a Midwest podcast, a narcissistic pursuit of our opinions on sports and more. I'm Luke. And then Zach says, I'm Toilet. And I'm Zach. <laughs> this is going to be great to establish voice familiarity. Uh, toilet, what's on your mind this week? Okay, boys, it is the autumnal season. I'm talking poofy vests. I'm talking flannel at work. I'm talking Timberland boots, dressing like I have a blue collar job, even though I have a white collar job. And my favorite part of the autumn season is blowing my leaves into the street. Do either of you live in a residence where you even are required to do any kind of lawn maintenance whatsoever? You both have been to my house. No. I, I don't even have a live in a rental. Lawn. I was asking for the audience to be able to understand. Obviously, I know where you two live. Anyway. Uh, your voice, your mic sounds a little tinny. You have to a take little your tinny? Head yeah, there oh, you go. Okay, that's better. Good, 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 good. <laughs> So, for all of our listeners and our viewers, um, I grew up in a town where pretty much everything that fell off of a tree got burned in your backyard um, around this time of year, and it had an awesome campfire type smell. Um, but I live in a town now where that is not allowed. But the alpha male move, an alpha female move, is to blow your leaves into the street and then. Some guy with a giant vacuum cleaner basically just sucks up all the leaves once a week. Your, Isn't that cool? Your town has street sweeping once a week? Once a week and pretty much in the end of October and then like a couple weeks in November. It's like the sweet spot from now until Thanksgiving is uh, giant vacuum cleaner season. That's fucking tight. Yeah, dude. You don't have to even put it in bags. You just fucking blow them into the street. You could be a dick and blow them into your neighbor's yard downwind. That's kind of cool. That is like the convenient kind of street sweeping. Street sweeping in Chicago, where I live, is just like a fucking nuisance where I have to remember to move my car. Otherwise, Lori gives me a $60 ticket. Does your car get covered in debris if you do not move it? Uh, No, not particularly. It'd be um, kind of funny if you didn't get fined, but you just got like a bunch of dirty shit on your car. I mean, I street park my car. I already get a bunch of dirty shit on it. <laughs> what What is the like pro process in the winter time when there's just like dirty piles of snow with like garbage and leaves stuck to it? You just like park on top of that shit. Uh, yeah, they don't plow side streets, um, and they don't do street sweeping from November through March. I think. Lousy smart weather. Smart. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that that's one of my favorite autumn traditions now is just hanging out outside with my leaf blower, not even raking, not even breaking a goddamn sweat. I have the leaf blower in one hand, I got an ice cold brewski in the other, and I'm just blowing leaves around my yard. Hey, Toilet, as a as a homeowner, is uh, the post-yard work beer one of your favorite beers? Thank you so much for asking. I honestly love that I own a single family home and I get to do yard work i have a lot of pride tied to my yard mm -hmm. um and good. it's good midwestern values yeah just spending a shitload of money on my yard every year and like making it look <laughs> as good as possible 
And just knowing that I've dumped hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars into my yard makes me feel really, really good about myself. So, Do you um, mow yeah. yourself? Oh, yeah, I mow myself. And sometimes, you know, I'll just not use the uh, the front wheel drive, and I'll just man up and push it up the hill a little bit, you know, just it's get a little exercise. bit of a workout. Yeah, yeah exactly. Rocks. It's good exercise. My, my in-laws have like nine acres in Mississippi, and they basically just get their exercise weekly by mowing. Yeah, mowing, and then when you're done, you've earned your ice cold beer. Maybe you have a little stogie out on the deck. It's (laughs) it's the best. Wait, wasn't your mother in law a park ranger? Uh, yeah. So I feel like that that's a lot of exercise too, just inherent to that job. Oh no, she was she was a park ranger in a previous life. She'd be a teacher for the or she was a teacher and then she retired. Yeah. Amateur park ranger, she just goes to parks and then tells people what to do. <laughs> yeah, just yells at people as they're like walking off the trail. Sir, you cannot burn coals here. <laughs> Don't bring your dog; it's going to get eaten by a puma. <laughs> it's a big thing in like Yellowstone. Like if you bring a dog, it's like gonna die. <laughs> I would be. We we went to we went to the Smokies in August, and we thought about bringing the doggo with us, but I was really scared about her running into a bear. Because she would just be destroyed. Oh, your corgi versus a bear? <laughs> yeah, my 22-pound yeah. corgi versus a fierce black bear. Yep. I'm going to go with the uh, ferocious corgi. No, It's not I, the low-T energy Chicago Bears offense they're facing. You're talking about a real live grizzly <laughs> Oh, man. Are we going to segue? No. I, I, okay. I, I want to cover some more things before we get to sports. So, Toilet, you blow all your leaves into the street. What happens, like, this is, uh, as Winnie the Pooh would put it, a very blustery season. Like, what happens if there's even a slight wind at night? <laughs> it just blows them all back. <laughs> this is an excellent question. Um, and it's funny because I, when I uh, awoke the next day, I was not sure if the street cleaning had been completed or if the wind had just blown it back into my street because my yard was just covered with leaves again. Just envision this guy driving past and he's like, Oh no, I actually had it I actually had it set to blow instead of suck. Oops. It Oops. So have you guys seen a street sweeper like live and in person? Because I never have. Like, what does yeah, this I, I vehicle look like? Walk them, walk by them all the time in Chicago. Okay, sick brags. Okay, about our privilege of seeing street sweepers. Can you explain to a suburban boy what they look like and what their function is? Like, is it just like a dude on a golf cart with a vacuum cleaner? It's a little bit bigger than that. It's more like a an old retired armor vehicle from like I don't know the Korean War. You think? <laughs> I think they look more like tractors, but that's a funnier <laughs> mental image. So it's not like a guy in a snowplow just like plowing all the leaves into the uh, end of the street. Uh-huh. No, okay. it's got a vacuum function, and it's that's got pretty like, two giant bristles, circular yeah. bristles that spin around. And, so do uh, the ones in the city like if it's not the fall, just like suck up garbage and homeless people? Yeah, and like the scum that accumulates in the uh, curbside. You know, that curbside scum. Yeah, like living in a flat city, Chicago is not like particularly good in terms of drainage. So there's a lot of standing water a lot of the time and oh it creates God. like pond scum. Like so right you, out of, Luke, do you remember how our, bad? Yeah, you remember yeah. how bad it was at the Wrightwood apartment? Yeah, that apartment. Oh my God. You said like feet of water in front of it. So. You say we're a flat city in Chicago. Are there cities that are like steeped 
Yes, actually, Nashville is a steeped city, and like it's it like comes from, I think it comes from like the west down to the east into the Cumberland River, and like ten years ago they had like a massive like hundred year flood, and like it just like there was about the like, twenty feet of standing twenty thirty feet of standing water, it was crazy. But everything steeps, everything steeps from one side, like it just starts like flowing into the water or flowing into the tributary. Uh, Toilet and Zach, have you ever been to Seattle? No. Uh, when I was a kid, I got um, a baseball bat from Dan Wilson. Shout out Midwest. Not to wow, brag. Dan Wilson. There is a name from a high school uh, <laughs> that I won't mention. Uh, but uh, Seattle is like practically all on a downward slope going into Puget Sound. Um, what's the difference between a sound, a river, and a tributary? You just used all three of those in the last 30 seconds, and I don't I understand. I think I used tributary incorrectly. It's a river. Okay. So I am, I am, I was wrong. I guess you could te- technically the Cumberland is like a tributary of the probably like what, Ohio or Ohio or Mississippi? Mississippi. What yeah. is a tributary? Like a, a branch off of a greater lake or yeah, river? Or, yeah, greater river. Hmm. But it's a river that feeds into a larger river, thereby making that large river larger. Beta River? uh, Yes. Yeah. Got it. A sound? I'm not really sure. It's kind of like a bay, but larger. Okay. And it's on an ocean. All right. I still don't understand, but thank you for trying to explain it to me. Any other Midwest topics come up the last week? Um, okay, okay. So here we go. In geography, a sound is a large sea or ocean inlet. It's deeper than a, a bite, B-I-G-H-T, never heard of that, and uh, wider than a fjord. <laughs> I am a big fan of fjords. Yeah, so. fjords rock. Fjords, <laughs> fjords rock. <laughs> Or a narrow sea or ocean channel between the bodies of land. It's also called a strait. A strait sound. Um, sounding is also when you put objects into your urethra. Wow. <laughs> Which is, is very because... popular in Seattle. You learned something. The rain, rain suit, yeah. Uh, is that because of the sound you make with the idea of putting anything in my urethra? Yes, precisely. Um, Zach, have you been keeping up with the Kardashians? Yeah, so there is a meme. I don't know if you boys saw it going around, but um, basically Kim K, uh, she posted a tweet with a bunch of pictures of like her and her like family. And I think it's Tristan Thompson still in the mix. I don't know. Hell yeah. Basically everyone, but Kanye wasn't there too busy on the uh, campaign trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, she basically like the gist of it was she said after several rounds of quarantine and testing and all this other stuff, she's like, I surprised my best friends with a uh, trip to an island where like we could pretend to be normal again. And I wanted to just sort of rip that apart for being totally fucking bullshit and like i i get that you know as as lemmings we all love to like pick apart the lives of celebrities and stuff like that and it's just fodder for our daily 
daily entertainment, but I, I think it's kind of dumb that she would post that, right? It's not very Midwest. It's, I mean, it's not, it is, you're right. It's not very Midwest. And her husband is a Midwesterner. Shout out Yeezy. Shout out Yeezy not going with, knowing true to his roots that he shouldn't go. Staying true to his roots. Thank you very much. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I saw the meme format was pretty great. And so like some people were just copy and pasting her text over, over uh, other things like uh, pictures of like, uh, like Piggy from, uh, um, oh, uh, Lord oh, of the Flies from yeah from Lord of the Flies and I thought that was that was pretty that was pretty good yeah I saw it with the cast of the Bachelorette too I mean, <laughs> yeah exactly like, Bachelor in Paradise too I don't know why people are so mad it's like yeah she's a billionaire like this is what rich people get to do is they get to rent an island during a pandemic and they get <laughs> access to have like all their friends tested multiple times and flown private to little saint james so they could like have a two-week party um, and i love the pictures of the help they're all wearing masks and she's like i just want to remember when we were normal again <laughs> yet all the, all the help are wearing masks you would think instead of people being critical they would look in the mirror and say you know what i want that too and you know how i can do that by making a sex tape yeah and uh, having like an absolutely ruthless business mom to sell daughters to reality television. And an absolutely ruthless booty that will not quit. <laughs> and the best surgeons that money can buy. Like, have you seen Khloe Kardashian recently? She's like a totally different person. Yeah, like the person who is the subject of ugly sister chance when Lamar Odom was shooting free throws looks completely different. I do want to back up as this is the premier respect for women podcast in the Midwest, but that didn't sound very respectful of women. So I'd like to apologize on the behalf of the podcast. <laughs> it's a preemptive apology. I uh, shout out Rob K though. He's our he's our chunk boy. He's our he's chunk, chunk lord. King. Yeah, he's chunk. chunk king. Is he still that sock business? Like, wasn't that his like story? <laughs> he was gonna make socks. Like Kylie he, Jenner's yeah, he, already made a billion on skincare and Rob Kardashian's like smoking weed at 10 a.m. and putting like little designs on socks. He's the one who's actually had to go out and like make him make it on his own. Um, yeah. Shout out to Rob Kardashian. Self-made man. <laughs> self-made man with a 10 million dollar business loan from his mom <laughs> self-made and uh a nationally famous father who <laughs> defended oj who definitely is not chloe kardashian's dad i repeat definitely not chloe kardashian's dad oj simpson uh are we in conspiracy theory corner no one asked for permission to go there yeah, I I you, I got to put my tin hat on. What, what's where's the conspiracy here? Like, who's conspiring to like make Khloe Kardashian OJ's daughter? Well, there's three of us talking about it. I believe more than one person makes a conspiracy. Oh, I guess that's true. I mean, I did cash my paycheck from the CIA this week um, as a podcaster. Do you guys, do you guys, you guys cash your George, your George Soros checks? Oh yeah. Um. Payroll was a little bit slow to get to me, but I, I finally got mine in the mail. Um, uh, go ahead, Zach. Zalit. 
I see that you've got uh, Pokemon on your list of topics, and I am intrigued. Yeah, just was I was just going to say, um, you boys want to talk about your Pokemon obsessions, and you can go. Just talk about talk about how much you guys play Pokemon. Is that all? I'm you... kind of fascinated because I haven't. I, I mean, with that, with the exception of like maybe a day of playing Pokemon Go in 2016, I don't think I don't think I've really touched the game since. So I'm just interested what it, what it's like as an as an adult. Uh, well, I just want to get out in front of this and say Pokemon is has been awesome, continues to be awesome, and will always be awesome. Just for the for the viewers at home who don't get to see Toilet had an Ash Ketchum hat on and he <laughs> took it off for this segment. It got I got hot. I just <laughs> he put he put it back on on top of his headphones. So now it looks like he's got like that Fred McGriff hat from the uh, Tommy Mansky uh, videos in the in the nineties. <laughs> Toilet, you're about to go into battle. You have to turn that hat backwards. Oh yeah, I am going into battle. I'm defending all of my Pokemon homies out there. Um, Pokemon, what came out at the perfect time in my childhood, and it was the you know the absolute you know perfect you know activity for children to invest all of their free money that they had into cards and memorabilia and outfits which I definitely rocked in elementary school. Do you guys remember the first day of third grade when they had to outlaw Pokemon cards because kids were just trading oh, during class? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a big day. So then it made it even cooler to do things related to Pokemon because it was not allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Pokemon is just, like, the perfect, like, mindless activity. Like, you're tending to these cute, adorable creatures and, like, helping them develop and grow into, like, more strong and powerful uh, beings. And teaches it, parental lessons. Yeah, it's got a lot yeah, of lessons yeah. along the way. Uh, the graphics for Gen 8 are dank as fuck, so I have played and beat both of those games that have come out in the last couple of years. What do you play it on if it's not on Game Boy anymore? It's on the Switch. Oh, shit. So you can throw it on the Switch. You can throw it on the big screen if you really want to you know, get crazy with it. You can play online with friends. It's... Uh, it's pretty great. It connects to Pokemon Go. I did a lot of Pokemon Go when it came out, but it killed my battery uh, of my phone, so I stopped doing that. And then I heard that people were spying on me through my Pokemon Go app, and I was like, oh, wow, they've seen a lot of weird things. Toilet. I think Luke and I had at our place in Chicago, I want to say we had a gym nearby because we used to have kids sort of like loitering in front of our house, and they would have like you could tell they were doing Pokemon Go because they were staring at, you know, of course they were staring at their phones, but they also had like the uh, chargers plugged into their pockets too. Oh, it was okay. the Starbucks. Was like the dead, uh, it was the star. It was the Starbucks like at the corner. Yeah, yeah. that um, was the hub. Yeah, it was yeah. like a, I think it was a gym. We get a lot of foot traffic in front of our, in front of our house where there's absolutely no businesses where there were no businesses except Starbucks um, and Rose Angeles. Shout out. Shout out. Rest, rest in peace to Rose Angeles. Rest in peace. I rode by there on my bike the other day, and Rose Angeles is just like a single-family home now. They tore it down and replaced it with, like, another $3.8 million. Fucking like, sham. Four-story house. So uh, dumb. Punt, Punt and Plume is still there. Punt and Plume. Good for, good for, that, good for them. Is the, is the giant pumpkin still out in front of the uh, old place? Uh. 
this was like a month ago, so ah, they didn't have the Great ah. Pumpkin out. If you look at Google Maps, there is <laughs> the Great Pumpkin out in front of that house. Um, our landlords used to buy a giant pumpkin and constantly accuse us of trying to <laughs> knock over and or destroy the giant pumpkin. They like rarely interacted with us, but like that was their one huge bugaboo. Toilet, you might have been big enough to like push this this pumpkin off the off the stoop but luke and i definitely probably were not strong enough to to push this thing off the stoop it was massive pumpkins are designed to look cool for most of october and then halfway through november to smash so i don't really understand what the problem is like it's the most there literally is a band called smashing pumpkins like obviously they know it's cool as fuck (laughs) yeah uh... shout out shout out a uh midwest band too billy corgan Oh, all right. Chicago band. Um, but going back to Pokemon, um, I have played Pokemon Go on and off for the past few years or so. It's still fun. Like, if you want to do everything in it, you kind of have to do it all the time. And first of all, living in the Midwest, we have a thing called winter, and it's not <laughs> very much fun to have your hand out doing Pokemon Go in the winter. Um, it's a good way to get your steps in and like distract yourself. And like, you, if you want to go like out on a walk and listen to an audiobook and play Pokemon Go, it's like not the worst use of your time. Dude, from ages like nine until like fourteen, and then again from like twenty six to present, every single eleven eleven eyelash dandelion was. I want to be. I want Pokemon to be real. I want to be Ash Ketchum. Hell yeah. That's why I got involved in dogfighting at a young age. <laughs> that, that is the real life Pokemon. No comment. No yeah, comment. No comment. As the two dog owners in this podcast. Yeah. No comment. The hell. You know. You know what was the predecessor though to Pokemon Go, which was like a really awesome, chill game that I think if they brought it back now, people would really like it and get into it again. Pokemon Snap. I enjoyed that game as a kid. They're remaking it, from what yeah. I've heard. Yeah, they're bringing it to the Switch. That game was fun. It was very chill and relaxing. I don't know if you guys ever played it. You're just taking pics of Pokemon. I remember when apples at them. You're (laughs) fucking apple at a Bulbasaur. (laughs) That was the premiere game where you would go to the Blockbuster video and you would play the game inside the Blockbuster. Yes. Hit some nostalgia corner, Toilet. Let's go. Shout out Blockbuster. Shout out Blockbuster. There's one left in Seattle, right? It's in Bend, Oregon. Oh, yeah, of course. And it's like just it's probably a some front guy. for QAnon or something. <laughs> no, um, it was like a legit blockbuster. But when the um, company went bankrupt, like there's still video rental places. Like there's still family videos every once in yeah. a while. They're all uh, up in the UP. Yeah. So I'm not like terribly surprised. Like in a medium-sized city like Bend. There's one video rental store. He just happened to keep the Blockbuster name. Branding. You're a destination. Should we do that? Idea. What if we just opened things that had closed and then we just were like, this is the only one. Like Bennigan's. Come <laughs> no. to this Bennigan's. <laughs> no, not Bennigan's. <laughs> Anything but Bennigan's. Oh, God. Hey. Hey, hey, Luke, marketing marketing corner, I have an idea. Let's make a fast casual 
built around a loaded potato skin. And we'll give it a really Irish name, too. Oh, what's the name of that <laughs> place? Um, McAllister's does that. And I've been seeing, like, more in Illinois now. Have you guys ever been to a McAllister's? Hell Dude, yeah. Don't, e- don't even start. Like, I used to go to the ones in uh, Mississippi when I'd visit Katie. You ever get, what's the big-ass sandwich called that's covered in gravy? The Big Nasty? <laughs> The, it's like I'm not shitting for the next four days. <laughs> which it's like rye bread and then every cured meat they have covered in sausage gravy. <laughs> it's so good. No, when I was like broke freshman year of college, we used to go there because you could get like the one meal that you would need for the day for like seven dollars because their loaded baked potatoes are three thousand calories a piece. It's not even a loaded baked potato. It's like four loaded baked potatoes. It's got like all the fixings. It's so good though. Oh my God. It's like those Bloody Marys that you see in Wisconsin where they put like a slice of pizza and the fried chicken in it. That's McAllister's loaded baked potato. Are are we in the trust tree right now? No one else can hear us, right? That's that's right. I'm not going to edit and publish this on SoundCloud. Okay, thank God. So... When I was in college freshman year, I too had no money, and I would go with people to restaurants and then not eat anything, but (laughs) sometimes people would dine in, and they wouldn't eat their whole meal, and then they wouldn't (laughs) want to take it home, and if you act quickly, you can have yourself a free half meal. Just hovering over the bus tray at Panera Bread. (laughs) At U of I, finish that soup. I went to U of I once. I found a half-eaten, like a full-size bag of Doritos that was (laughs) half-eaten, and I poked my head in just to make sure no one had pooped in it or something. But hey, man, desperate times. You know, toilet. Um, again, since we're in the trash tree, there was a uh, summer where I was working in college, and I was a uh, I was a waiter at a country club, and you know. There are some nice uh, half-eaten steak dinners that would go by me, and there are a couple times where I've uh, I've grabbed it and I've eaten. I'm not oh, proud of it. I didn't have uh, any money. Hey, it dude. was the best eating I did all summer. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Whatever you can eat around the parts they bit. <laughs> Whatever. This is pre-COVID. There was no such thing as germs back then. Honestly, like, what is the the food is just going to waste? Yeah. I've done this at I a mean, bar, like picking up like frat half drunk things um definitely done that that's like literally why i drank dip spit that one time was like picking up a random like beer bottle and drinking out of it like this isn't stella artois the the best possible beer that you could get in college i dipped once (laughs) and i threw up all the taco bell i'd eaten that day and that was the only time i had done dip Ooh, yeah, speaking, right. speaking of Taco Bell, do you guys want to segue into another point about Taco Bell involving uh, Chicago sports? Yes. yes. Okay, so... What the, a specific segue. <laughs> we, we've been hovering around talking about Taco Bell, and I think this is a great, this is a great uh, entry point. So the Blackhawks signed a guy. This is old news, but we saw them. Luke and I both uh, screenshotted this uh, message and sent it to our group, mess- group, uh, group thread. The Hawks signed a guy. I think his name... Mate Halupa, Halupa, I think is how it's pronounced. But anyways, his last name is spelled Chalupa, and he's number 67. What uh, Eastern European country is he from? 
It's a really good. Uh, maybe German. I don't know. This but is on I the feel, spot I feel research. like I feel like uh, Luke. Can you take us into marketing corner right now for Taco Bell? Like they got to they got to sign this guy, right? Is that same as Chalupa? Yeah, I feel like that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity um, to literally have someone named Chalupa, which is a made up word that Taco Bell used to describe a taco in like a I don't know. A deep fried shell. Deep fried shell. Yeah, it's my favorite Taco Bell menu item. Um, get the number six two chicken chalupas. Get the condiment taco. Um, definitely my favorite meal, Taco Bell. And I'm just like, I'm gonna buy this jersey day one. Like, a I'm jersey get, or a jersey? I'm gonna get the jersey. Wow. This is now. The, are you gonna get a legit or a Chinese one? Uh, I'm gonna get a legit one. I'm gonna pay Ooh, the one hundred eighty nine dollars. Bleep what out? The word China. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to fork over the $189 to uh, get one of these. Actually, my office is right by the Blackhawks store, so maybe if I go in one day, I'll just drop by there. And, use, uh, use your Discover card, and you get uh, cash back at the uh, NHL online shop. There you go. Discount. There you go. I mean, it would have been two on the nose if he was number 69. But he's close. He could have been like 42, so you could add your zero at the end. You could have done, you know, there's a couple options here. I feel like we could have gone full. I full feel joke. like he should, whatever number, menu number, the. Yes, it's is, six. Should have been that. Six. Six. He should oh, have been six. damn it. That would have oh, been perfect. Who's, who's six on the Blackhawks toilet? I know you know this. Uh, Was it Nicholas oh, Jalmerson before? Jalmerson. He was four. Yeah, single digit, though. There isn't a six right now. There, isn't a, there six. isn't a six. Okay, so this will be branding year one, and then year two we come out, unveil the jersey, you get the product line, you get the commercial, you do it all up. I mean, if it should be like steal a base, steal a taco. Like Chalupa score, you score a Chalupa. Perfect. Oh, well, that's a lot of money. Is he a defenseman? What does he, where does he play? No, he's a uh, he's a forward, and he played with um, Kubalik, and he's from the uh, he's from the Czech Republic. Okay. Uh, Sorry, Luke, you had asked that question a little while ago. Uh, Czechia. Oh Czechia? fuck! Olimata is number six. Oh, here we uh, go. So here we go. We got it. We got to get rid of him. Chalupa scores. You get a sixty-seven cent chalupa. There we oh, go. There we go. There we go. You still got a margin there. You're not just going to get one chalupa. You yeah, you're going like, to buy other shit. You're going to get a cheesy gordita crunch. You're going to yep. get... Oh, fuck, drink. yeah. Olimata's off the team. He's with the Kings. So number six is open. Oh, we're back in business, boys. We're back in business, boys. <laughs> boys. Oh, you guys would have known some, some great number sixes recently. Yes. Bleep uh, that JC's, out. JC, well, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Um... We do, yeah. Michael Kempney, did he win any cups? I don't think he won any cups. Adam Clendenning, hmm. and that's it. I don't Who really could forget Adam is. Clendenning? Who could forget Yaroslav Spachek in the 2006 Blackhawks? Ah, uh, the team that didn't appear on television once for an entire season. <laughs> Who could forget them? Oh, this guy's name is Robert Dirk. I thought it said Robert Dick. Bob mm. Dick. Number six. 
I, I mean, anytime D. that you can get a jersey with somebody with a novelty name, you just got to take that opportunity. Like, I know so many people in college who got Bulls Boozer jerseys. That's a that's a great college jersey. Yeah, true. And I remember Adam Sandler wore a Boozer Jets jersey in Big Daddy, and uh, that was allegedly like a real linebacker on the Jets from the late nineteen eighties. Carlos's Shit. dad. Dad. Uh, no, I don't think so. Emerson Boozer, running back. Ooh. He wow. was in the American Football League and National Football League. Ooh, merger player. Fun stuff. Uh, okay. Speaking of boozing, uh, I wanted uh, maybe a quick lightning round. I'm not sure if we're a lightning round or a uh, power rankings or a um, uh, draft, snake draft. We could do an auction draft of drinking games. Um, I don't think an auction draft is very feasible without a bank. Okay, so here's $10. You have to buy uh, three games. Okay. What is the first game you want to buy? Oh, Zach took a pen out. Holy shit. This is the benefit of having an accountant on the pod. Okay, I'm going to – so somebody throw it out there, and we start We start guessing. Okay, beer start, pong. I'll, uh, I'll, I start the bidding at $1, beer pong. I'll, I'll bid $2. That's it. Really? Uh, I mean, I'll no. Take... I'll probably. I'm. I'm going to bid three. Okay. I'll. I'll stop. Yeah. I'd Whoa. Pass. Okay. I'll take. Okay. Uh, okay. So I got BP at uh, three bucks. You guys are such losers. That game's awesome. How about uh? How about beer Shepard pong? Gonna... Beer pong is not awesome. Beer, beer pong, pong is the best. In in retrospect, it was no. a waste of time. Stop it. Yeah, I kind of agree with Luke now. I'm stop not. Stop it. You know what is more fun is Civil War. Which is just like faster beer pong with less uh, rules. So I'd like to start the bidding at a dollar. I'll go two. Two dollar, two dollar. Do I see a three dollar? Do I see a three dollar? Look, three dollar, three dollar, three dollar. I want it for three. Toilet's got the three. Toilet's got the three. Toilet's got the three. Look, three, four. I, I already four. passed. Going I'm not once, bidding going on twice. <laughs> Toilet sold. Number three. Nice. So it's better beer pong. And it's historical. You might learn something. It's okay. Just, it's just a chance to yell, the South will rise again. <laughs> and okay. you get kicked out of the party. I'll bet $1 on baseball, <laughs> which canceled. is the vastly Ooh, superior game. version of the dumbest ball. game ever. Just baseball is fun. I like baseball. $2. I'll bet I'll bid three. Uh, I'm going to go four. I'll bid four. Wow. Okay. <gasps> you can have it for five. Wow. Baseball Base- is so much more fun than beer pong. Yeah, plus stealing bases, super fun. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna beat both of you right now on yeah. this. Yeah. And I'm gonna throw it out there. Boom cup. Oh. One dollar. Starts at one. We've had a lot of fun times playing boom cup. Uh, four dollars. Oh fuck you! I'm gonna go five. Uh, do you have five? Six. Yes. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit! You get it because I, I can't. I can't bid seven. I won't have any more money left. Nice. I get it for six. Let's go. And I got a dollar left. That's all I need. Boom cup is the best. Okay, stack cup, not as much fun. Gotta slap it. Yeah. God, we destroyed our basement playing that game. The ground uh. got so sticky. 
cleaning it the next morning was terrible. I mean, do you remember, Luke, do you remember how we, we, well, we didn't steal, we purchased all those cups from Schoolyard? Rest in peace. Shout out, Schoolyard. Yeah. Yeah, we had like 50 of those. I don't know. Toilet, I, toilet, throw throw something out. Throw something out. Um, okay, so yeah, I played. dollar on it. And I got a bit of dollar on it. Um, how about just a shotgun? Can I have that? It's not a drinking game. It's a it's way not... of consuming beer. It's like a beer bong. Okay, it doesn't count. Have you guys played the game called Tits? You can have tits. <laughs> it's basically you like you you set up the table like Civil War, but you stand with your chest right in front of the cup. Uh, yeah, and you... you have to you have to knock it in. Yeah, you Chesty, have to knock it I've in. heard chesties. Chesties, yeah, for chesties before. For all of our listeners, whatever gender they subscribe to, I'll take yeah. tits for a dollar. Okay. So what's Toilet's list? So Toilet is maxed out. He spent all of his money. He has uh, Civil War, $3. Boom Cup at 6 Son of a bitch. Chesties with uh, $1. That's a great lineup. That is a good lineup. Um, I'm gonna say I have pa- problems with it. It's a good lineup. I have problems with it. It's a very good. It's a very good lineup. Um, I'm gonna say Power Hour. Oh, that's that's not fun. That's not fun at all. You can have it for a dollar. You can have it I'll for t- nothing. Oh, fine, I'll take it for a dollar. Power you can take it for zero. Power hours are the most fun way to pregame, especially with those <laughs> nostalgia playlist power hours. Because it's drink five beers in an hour. That's the game. But like, that's insane. That's, it. that's the game. <laughs> And don't die or piss yourself. I once played in college with a friend who wanted to do it with Jim Beam. Do you guys want to guess how many minutes he made it into the power hour? Uh, 15. Oh, gosh. I don't think he did a full shot. We'll say like in a, sips? in a solo cup. You know, like the very first ring at the bottom? Oh, no. That's yeah, that's an ounce. Be a shot. That's an, that's ounce? an ounce? Okay. Yeah. But an ounce, I thought a shot's like an ounce and a half, technically. Well, uh, it, whatever know. that lower ring is, it's a shot. Okay. Well, that's what he did every minute. Zach, you have a okay. guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just outbid Luke on this one. And I'm gonna go beer die. It's six dollars. Oh, beer die is a good game. Um, uh, it's like it's like surfing. It's one of those games where the people who play it are like obsessed with it and are like rule Nazis about it. Well, we used to call it, we used to call it Snappa. I guess is another name. They can have for it, and uh, yeah, the one guy who introduced it was a surfer bro. So, I guess you get that one, Luke. Yeah, it's a West Coast thing for sure. Okay, uh, Luke, nominate. Let's go. Um, you have a dollar. I, I, I have. Oh no, wait, you have five. Oh, you have six. You have four dollars left. Yeah, I have four dollars left. Um, I have one dollar. You can basically buy whatever you want. Yeah, so I'm gonna buy flip cup for two dollars. Oh mm. wow. Okay, good game. Elimination flip cup. I thought we were only doing three three choices, but that's okay. Yeah, Survivor flip cup. It's a great game. I like Survivor. We went to the auction draft, so now I'm just going for value. (laughs) (laughs) You're just gonna have to immediately. You have to immediately cut one before the uh, season starts. Zach, do you have one game left? Yeah, I got one game left. Um, this is a stretch. I'm gonna bend the rules here. Okay. But some argue it's a it's a drinking game. I'm going to go golf. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm taking golf for $1. He took it. It's off the table. Actually, toilet, I, toilet. I bid $2 on golf. No! Oh, damn it. 
damn it. <laughs> Shit. This is why Oxygen Direct's electric. Um, Zach, you never answered my question. I you had dollar. bowling. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. I'm taking bowling then. Bowling and golf. Um, Jim Beam Power Hour. Luke guessed 15 minutes. Zach, do you have a do you have oh, a, a different uh, guess? Oh man, I'm gonna guess. Are we gonna do prices right style sure, guessing? Where like sure. if Luke, if Luke, okay, so if Luke, um, Luke makes 15 minutes. I'm gonna go. Luke gets it. Uh, I guess I'll go. I'll go. I'll go 16 minutes. He was a, a larger gentleman. He made it to minute 22. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. And then he had a bad time. <laughs> Yo, I'm straight up not having a good a time. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Berlin, I feel like you're just describing yourself. <laughs> the large man makes it 22 minutes doing drinking Jim Beam. Yeah, definitely was not me. It was someone else. <laughs> um, when I was in college, we used to do this thing where um, you – it, it was like this stupid frat thing, but basically the point of it was like you drink an entire fifth in an hour. Um, what? Yeah. That sounds terrible. No. Just you alone? Um, or with no. other people? Uh, without getting into it like too much. It was, it was just like a dumb frat thing, and this is like not pledge hazing. It was just uh, something that you did afterwards. Um Basically, like, some of your friends would bring a girl in, and you would have to guess who she was. And it would be, like, somebody that you don't know. And every time you get it wrong, you take a shot. And the ultimate end of it was, like, you take a shot. You take 25 shots over the course of an hour. Um, I did mine with Goldschlager. And what ends up happening is, like, you drink that much so quickly, and then when you puke, you're not really that drunk at the end of it because, like, your stomach has barely had enough time to process all of this liquid. It's like trying to drink a gallon of milk. Uh, which would you rather do? Drink a gallon of milk or dr- – wait, how, lo- how long for each one? All in an hour? Yeah, you finish a fifth in an hour. A fifth in an hour, a gallon of milk in an hour – or five beers in thirty minutes. I would do five beers in thirty oh, minutes. Five beers in thirty minutes. Um, I really like milk. I do like milk too. It's my, I feel uh, it's sick. my Midwestern, my Midwesternness showing up. Um, okay, five beers in fifteen minutes. And the milk. Yeah, thing, that's, you have to that's drink a good it really one. quickly. Do yeah. I get Do I get to put the milk in a refrigerator when I'm not drinking it? Because if I have hold- to keep it warm, <laughs> you have to be standing and you have to hold it between your thighs. <laughs> <laughs> you have to clench and you have to hold your milk i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking um so i my my stomach doesn't do well with carbonation i was never good at like case races or anything like that in college uh milk milk this is the premiere milk pong podcast replace well, your I beers mean, with milk my xbox name is milky zach one so you could have like some coconut, some almond, maybe a chocolate milk. Gross. Get out, get all three of those out of there. Just give me my cow's milk plain, please. Thank you. 2%, 1%. We do two. skim. 2%. Two. Two. Skim, get out of here. Skim. Water. It is water, but it's what I grew up on. My mom used to buy two kinds of milk. She'd buy a skim for for her, my dad and my sister, and then I would have my own 2% or whole milk. 
What's an that alpha? That was a real growing boy. Alpha move. That's a real our, growing our boy. Our dear friend Andrew used to drink half a gallon of milk per day when he was growing up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he was a growing boy. He needed his calcium. Those milk ads hit really hard on our parents. <laughs> And they were like, yes, milk my, is the way. My sister used to collect those got milk ads. Can you, she'd have, cut, she'd uh, cut them and like she'd paste them on her wall. I remember I would have like dinner with like an entire glass of milk <laughs> filled all the way to the top of the glass. When is yeah. the last time you drank an entire like glass of milk? Uh, I assume your chocolate milk doesn't count. Chocolate milk does not count. Uh, I couldn't begin to tell you yeah college probably because we had a milk machine (laughs) no it was awesome like ice cold what was your name (laughs) bonnie (laughs) her name was bonnie no like a big ice cold chocolate milk when you walk down hungover it's like the best that sounds terrible that sounds fucking awful god ew just stick your fingers down your throat to throw up. I mean, come on. <laughs> Pull the trigger. Gross. I don't even take milk in my coffee. Y- y'all don't even smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> y'all cowards don't even smoke crack. Remember when we used to sit down to dinner and smoke an entire rock of crack? <laughs> As a family. As a- <laughs> Holy Luke, shit. finish your oxy. Otherwise, you can't have dessert. <laughs> That's how shit went down in my house. <sighs> shit. Um, I got a story. Okay. Story, Tim. So, I love you guys. I Let love me you. start there. Love you too, but... Um, but sometimes you have some friends where you say, I love him, but... And sometimes there's a but after that. And I feel like we all, at this point in our lives, now that we're late 20s, is we've got friends that we love, and then we've got friends that we love them but. So you guys would be two of my, I love I love you, man. But I got some friends who are, <laughs> I love him, but there's a but. What about the third, I love his butt? I love his butt. <laughs> but. It, it doesn't but. quit. Like, my man is in the squat rack. Three days a week, never skips leg day. Drinking half a gallon of milk a day. (laughs) So basically this came up because I was with a group of people who have known each other for a long time. And they were commenting on one of the people in the group's boyfriend who's been in the group for, you know, maybe the last couple years. But doesn't know the other people in the group as long as they know each other. And they kept saying, oh, wow, I love him. But, and it's like listing horrible things about this person. So I started thinking, I'm not sure anyone actually loves this guy, but they feel like they have to say it because he's a part of the group and they don't want to be an asshole. Um, So there were things like, I love him, but I really don't want to watch his high school hockey highlight tape anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you are burying the lead there. You buried that lead six feet under the ground. He makes people watch his high school hockey tape more than once. <laughs> he uh, he brought a VHS tape the last time <laughs> this group was together, and they watched it as a group, and he commented on it. Yeah, um, this is where we played Nutrier, and I dangled the shit out of the defenseman. 
Um, you can see I put it like glove side on the goalie. It was fucking sick. You're not far off. So the the game he showed us was a seven to two game, but he assisted on the third goal. So he claimed that he assisted on the game winning goal. The go ahead, if you will. The go ahead, yes. But it was not involved in any of the other six goals. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> or even on the ice. <laughs> That's so sick, dude. Uh, did you pull up your uh, Edgy Tim highlight reel? I did not. No, I jokingly <laughs> asked my friend. I was like, oh, do you have any of your like lacrosse uh, highlights that we could take a look at? <laughs> um, and uh, that didn't go anywhere. He said that his uh, parents left his other brother more, so they used all the t- they taped over all of his games. And for his younger brother, it was a little bit more athletically uh, inclined. But um no, I did not show them my highlight tape because uh, I think it's been scrubbed off the internet, thank God. But um, the other I love you but was I love him, but if he tries to argue with me about how Dumbledore's a better wizard than Gandalf, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, this guy sounds like he sucks. <laughs> Making people watch his hockey highlight tape more than once and then arguing about Harry Potter and the Lord of the Rings but rehashing the same conversations. Yeah, Gandalf is more powerful than Dumbledore, by the way. Yes, Dumbledore well, died and didn't come back. That was this guy's point: was that Gandalf has more powers, but he didn't use them as much as he should have. Gandalf is like superhuman. He's one of the Istari. He, like the race of wizards is not even human, even though they appear human. There's some like old head Tolkien Silmarillion shit for you. Well, I'll try and get this guy a number, and you guys can yell at each other about it. No. Can we, can we have him on I, the pod? I don't even know him. I don't like him. Can we, can we have him call in? Do we have he, those capabilities, Luke? He, he's from northern Michigan. Does that count as the Midwest? Oh, yeah. yeah. Summertime Time in northern, northern Michigan. Michigan. We was trying funny things. We were smoking funny things. That was... I been on this that is my least favorite song in the fucking world it is like the worst thing ever produced like kid rock like has poisoned the mind of boomers with kid rock things by mashing up werewolves of london and sweet home alabama and talking about how he had sex with an underage girl in the midst of the song not respectful towards women not respectful towards women at all could we can we make that the outro song this week no <laughs> I don't even want to click on the YouTube video. <laughs> Not that I would ever download a YouTube video and put it as the outro music for this. <laughs> never have, never will. Never will. Um, I think that there's a YouTube video of me running track from high school. Oh, out shit. There. Send that to me. I, th- I think there's a YouTube video of me in our barbershop quartet. Oh, yes. Somewhere. Oh, do you have the uh, video recording of Camelot? <laughs> no i don't think i have that that's prepubescent zach i guarantee you your parents do they have to we'll find it if it exists we will find it um i had another uh point here about billboards i think luke you went to school at iu <laughs> is indiana the the billboard capital of the world fuck those billboards sorry uh no are you just talking about going down I-65? 
No, I uh, I yeah. think I was on 9094 for a little bit through Indiana. And, um, well, first, the, in the ones in Chicago, they're slowly phasing out the Brian Erlacher ones that are by the hospital. Or, I'm sorry, by the airport. And they've they are got phase- uh, Ian Happ. Exactly. So they're <laughs> phasing He's out. He's the new spokesman? Yes. Oh it's my called gosh. Ian's Hap E. That's it. That's the whole joke. Um, Wait, oh, because he has hair now. Because he has hair now. He's happy. I thought. I thought he can't take that because like it's probably he's probably going to fail like a steroids drug test or something like that with MLB, right? Yeah. Eh. Here we go. I found the video. Sixteen hundred distance medley relay, April eleventh, two thousand nine. Wow. Still on the internet. Just like eight minutes of you like jogging. Uh, it's a relay. <laughs> So so, no. so two can, minutes of you, you jogging and then six minutes of other people jogging. I ran the anchor leg. Thank you very much. Oh, you? you can hear very loudly in the video too. <laughs> Bleep that out. Let's go, Luke. Uh, well, speaking speaking of billboards and I sixty five in Indiana, there's one dude. I think his name is. It just says "Call the Hammer." Yes, that's what I wanted to bring up. Yeah, that dude. I, K- Katie can't stand those billboards. We see a million of them driving back to Chicago, and they're the worst. He's made it in. They're, they're now in uh, Kentucky and Tennessee too. Do they just? Do lawyers have to just like market themselves as like I have the biggest dick in the county? You need me on your side. I'm call called two, the, the call Jack two, two, Hammer. Two, 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 call two, twenty-two, two, twenty-two, two, two, twenty-two. Well, it worked because we're talking about it. Call 69420, (laughs) Call 666, the devil. This is very (gasps) disrespectful in the light of the death of Salino, of Salino and Barnes. He, like, crashed his Cessna or something. Um, See Peter Francis Geraci's partner? (gasps) No. Was he Bob Rorman's partner? Rip, Bob Rorman. He's probably Bob Rorman's counsel. (laughs) <laughs> Probably. Selino <laughs> um, and Barnes, I think, is like an East Coast thing. It's like Glenn Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan. 22-22. It was just funny in Indiana because it was like every 60 feet was like, God is real. The God Don't is get real. an abortion. Hell is real. That's just some guy's property where he put up that sign right across yeah, from Fair Oaks Farms. That's not even billboards. It's just uh, that's just messages. It's a guy with a sign. <laughs> guy with sign. Do do Indianans just take it upon themselves to be like, yeah, I need to, I need to get a message out here, so I'm just gonna construct my own billboard pointed towards the highway. <laughs> Jesus, Second Amendment. I'm gonna take advantage of some very lax zoning laws in my <laughs> municipality by constructing a billboard. <laughs> That's what you should do, Toilet. You should construct a billboard that's visible from 14 in your backyard. I'm sure your neighbors <laughs> would love it. Sponsoring the pod. Check us out. <laughs> it stands with the pod. I'll have just a hyperlink there. <laughs> a long tail hyperlink. <laughs> uh, yo, uh, check out my SoundCloud. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll throw in like a hundred bucks for you to build that. All right, cool. Thanks, man. You know, you could even have you could even have a cell phone company just build a huge tower oh, in yeah. your backyard and then yeah. just place the billboard right there. Done. That works. Done. Just boom. Rental rental income. I mean, pff, subsidized free, baby. Free free real estate. 
and your bars, if you have a cell tower in your backyard, off the chain. Off That's the how chain. you unlock I mean, the sixth bar. Yeah, your bar. Uh, that way you get the the five G man. Oh shit! And then but you get you, coronavirus, but well, your bars. You, yeah, or you uh, become infertile. So, trade off. Those are your two trade offs. Yeah. So are, you, are you watch? Are you watching the Thursday night football? Oh hell yeah! Give us a give us an update. Um, the uh, Carolina Panthers are losing to the Atlanta Falcons. It is nineteen to seventeen. I wow, what don't a terrible score. I don't know what quarter it is because my TV zoomed in too far, and I don't know how to fix it. So I don't know how much time is left. But neither do the Falcons. So it's like we're on the same brainwave. Julio's got that typical Julio Jones game going, where he's got five receptions for a hundred yards. Zero touchdowns. Yeah, zero touchdowns. Oh, of course. (laughs) It's uh, three minutes left in the third quarter. It is football weather, though. I will verify that. (laughs) Dude, um, before we go, can we talk about how fuckable uh, Justin Herbert's deep ball is? I mean, I don't know why we have to wait to talk about that. I feel like that's a perfectly acceptable topic. I mean, we have to talk about our bears, but as somebody who very much been enjoying watching him throw the ball to Mike Williams, like 78 yards down the field. All it took was Tyrod Taylor getting stabbed in the lung with a needle (laughs) (laughs) to bring up the rise of Justin Herbert. Former Oregon Duck legend, Justin Herbert. I think it's so dumb how, like, scouts will sort of talk themselves out of all this stuff and GMs will, too. It's like, you know, he was, like, a really good player for a great program for a long time. Like, with today's modern NFL, like, basically, if you have a modicum of accuracy, you know, much better than, like, Mitchell Trubisky, you'll probably have moderate success, right? He's like huge too, right? He's yeah, he's like, big dude. He's like big six kid. six or something. Girth, yeah. girthy. We like our Ooh. quarterbacks either gigantic or tiny. Yeah. Um, we big are. Ben or we, Doug Flutie. No threat of scoregami in this game, though. There's a one point five two percent chance of ending in scoregami. <laughs> Thank you for that scoregami update. What do you think the scoregami is, though? Because it's Atlanta 19, Carolina 17, fourth beginning of fourth quarter. Most likely scoregami. There's a 0.22% chance of it. It is. 25-23. Close. 26 to 25. So if they 26-25. I think that there has to be a safety somewhere. Yeah, that's like the ridiculousness of it. Yeah, I think there's a... Well, no, 17... That would be a touchdown and a two-point conversion. And then the twenty six is three seven. Field goals. It's seven. No. Oh, seven. Yeah, it's a touchdown. Uh, I love yeah. when I love when there's score gummy. There's been so many this year. It's awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be really sad when we get to a time when there's not gonna be any score gummy. Cherish what we have now. Yeah, cherish it, boys. But then the rules have will have evolved, and teams will be putting up like. 80 points it'll be like 80 to 60 <laughs> that is extremely attractive thank you toilet <laughs> the the latest scoregami happened this past weekend speaking of our boy justin herbert jackson 49 tw- 29 right 
Uh, Jacksonville, 29. The Chargers, 39. 39. It's score It's the 1,059th unique final score in NFL history. Wow. What a great what a great Twitter account. It's probably just a bot. It's um, probably... Yeah, I think it is. It's Just don't ever say that again. Yeah, I have to play smooth jazz every time we say his name, so... <laughs> It's kind of funny. It's an annoying editing quirk. Do you guys want me to start with my spiciest football take or my mildest football take? Let's start with the spice. Hit us with the spice. You always start hard. All right, guys. It's blind resume season. Stop it. This NFL coach. Just don't. Is two and four on the season. This NFL coach has employed multiple past players and even two of his own family members. This is a coach who scored 30 more points than the New York Jets this year, and this is a coach whose team has given up 30 more points than the Miami Dolphins. Who is this coach? I know who it is, but I'm going to give Luke a second. I also know who it is. Uh, It's definitely... Mike Zimmer, no. Bill Belichick. It is Bill Belichick. William William Belichick. Oh, it's a Hank. William up, boy? William Belichick. Belichick. Not to mention the many many failed draft picks and trades in the last few years, and the numerous players on his team who have either a chosen to not play this season, hmm. or b have gotten COVID because of his poor leadership. The Did worst. Did a bunch of Pats players opt out? Uh, I think Hightower did, and then a couple other players did. Tom Brady also is a player you could look at as someone who opted out of the Patriots this past year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rob Gronkowski. I like that spin spin zone. Rob Gronkowski went to an early retirement two years ago. He was just – Rob was just an early COVID adopter. Boys, the worst NFL coach is in the NFC East, or I'm sorry, the AFC East, but yes. it's not Adam Gase. It is Bill Belichick. Ooh. One of our foremost Croatian-Americans, I believe, Bill Belichick. Um, the William English, Steven. William Steven Belichick. Um, I mean, the Patriots have not been good this year. And Tom Brady has been good. Granted, he's still working with a really good coach in Bruce Arians. So it's not like Tom Brady is leading the charge with, like, Todd Bowles or, um, like, the Jets as a head coach. But, I mean, I I think that there's something curious about the dip in Belichick's game. But you're not bold enough to say that he's the worst coach in the NFL, which is why I am the premier toilet on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I still think it's Adam Gase. The Jets are a trash fire. They might go 0-16. Yeah, he's being kept around because he's the best reason for them, or he's the best uh, asset for them getting uh, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. COVID yeah. patient Trevor Lawrence. Will this hurt his draft stock? Is it now Justin Fields' position to lose? Oh man, some of these some of these players are pretty bad. That he's that drafted. drafted, yeah. 
They she traded a second-round pick for uh, Muhammad Sanu Sr. Congrats on the sex. Not even in the league anymore. Not yeah. even in the league. Zach, go ahead. Well, they're not going to get as ridiculed for it because I guess it was pick 32, but the Nikhil Harry pick looks pretty bad. Yeah, that's, that's not like good. Kevin, I mean, not as bad as Kevin White, but that's going to be up there. The Damian Harris pick from 2019 actually looks like a pretty good pick. He's a solid ball player. But they just have a lot of, like, you know, Malcolm, some tackle, tackles Butler that situation. haven't played. Like, they took a they took a kicker in Hell the yeah. fifth round this past year, and he hasn't played any games. Um, yeah, like, Kyle Duggar is a safety. Hasn't played. You know, or he's played a couple of games, not much. Took a bunch of tight ends, Devin Asiasi or Dalton Keene, and they could have taken, like, oh, I don't know, K. Cole Komet. Ever heard K- of him? Kakol Komet. Touchdown catching Komet. The touchdown catcher himself. I love how they do have a they do have a, a tight end whose name is Ryan Izzo, and it's abbreviated R. Izzo. So every time I look at it, I think of uh, our, our sweet prince, sweet Italian-American prince, Tone Rizzo. Mm-hmm. Tony, Tony. Um, it, it's the Patriots situation is weird, and I don't know. Like, first of all, the Cam Newton Week One people. I think I may have been one of them, but that take looks atrocious right now. Um, and maybe if the Bears had Cam Newton, it would be different. But it's not looking like. He's a magical answer to this. Um, I think that the solution to the Bears quarterback woes in the long term uh, comes from a land down south. Come from a land down under. Um, a, quarterback, <laughs> a quarterback who's currently residing in the Peach State, mm. uh, one Matthew Ryan. Mm? No, it won't happen. A, a quarterback whose wife was ranked um, least attractive out of all starting oh. quarterback wants a girlfriend wow. by uh, SB Nation. Not us. It wasn't me. Stop. Wow. Shame on SB wow. Nation for saying that. It clickbait. Wasn't a, <laughs> um, this is like a this is like an audible reading of a clickbait article. I, I also think Mark Sanchez was number one. I think this is when he was like dating Kate Upton. Um, which is an incredible pull for Mark Sanchez in 2011. Which of the NFL quarterbacks do you think is the most respectful to their partner? And why is it Russell Wilson? It's uh, Josh McCown. Oh, yeah. He doesn't even jack off. <laughs> wow. You might end up in Tulsa, man. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Getting on a plane. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Ooh, Teddy Bridgewater might have an enormous penis, but he has a horrible beard. I mean, your T can only go in so many directions. The T was prioritized in one area of his body. Did Teddy Bridgewater get benched? <laughs> He's not, I'm not watching the game. Okay, I just pulled it up. Zach, do you see this? Uh, I don't. No, I'm, I'm watching it on Fantasy Stat Tracker. They do have a different quarterback in. His last name is Walker. Who is that? Texas Ranger. Oh, P.J. Walker? 
Oh, oh, Teddy got, ooh, he got a hit. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Like concussion time? Yeah. Or like broken collarbone time? Uh, like a linebacker just sat on his head and crumpled him <laughs> inward on himself? Did somebody vomit on the sideline? No, no one vomited on the sideline. Okay, well, then we're better than the disco- dislocated knee situation. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty tough. Tough look for our guy. Yeah, I don't even know who this is. So maybe that's why you shouldn't have bet on Carolina Panthers plus four and a half points. Uh, maybe. Yay, Curtis Samuel is sitting on my bench. He's got 23 rush yards, a rushing touchdown, three receptions, 32 reception yards, and a reception touchdown. And that's hearing about my fantasy team. Just bleep that whole thing out. Look, Panthers are marching down the field. It's first and 10 on the 46. PJ's got this, dude. Okay, you're you're time traveling. You're ahead of me, so please no spoilers in this live game. Oh, of um, course. Speaking of the Falcons versus the Lions, you wanted to talk about that game, Luke. I sure did, and I kind of want to tie this into um, a theme about two games that happened over the weekend. Um, the first, which I'm personally most excited about, was Indiana's win over Penn State. Um Indiana's first win against a top 10 team in nearly 50 years. On so, you go. Um, at, at the end of the two-point conversion, was Michael Penix in or not? I don't care. The ends justify them. Are, are you going to say Michael Penis? Do it, Zach. I was going to ask you, what's his last name? Is that the correct pronunciation? Penix? <laughs> Sounds yes. like, a, like a Brule's Rules skit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like crossing swords. Sword fighting. Hey, it's me, Michael Penix. Um, no, was he in or not? Doesn't matter. Um, they held up the call in the field, so that's great. I mean, that game was two teams like trying to outdo each other. Like, who could blow the game more spectacularly? Are you whispering to yourself, Zach? I was to say Theodore is back in the game. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> See, sitting pretty. Um, it was a like who could blow the game harder, and eventually Penn State did it worse than Indiana. So salute to them. Um, but salute the, to service. The correlation between Indiana versus Penn State and uh, Falcons versus Lions is that we had two examples two days in a row of the playing possum let the um, team on offense score a touchdown so we can get the ball back and try and force overtime. Um, which I hadn't seen in a very long time. And then it happened twice in a row in games I was watching. And if you're the Falcons, you're finding new ways to lose, and I don't doubt that they'll find a way to lose this game. They just have to blow that team up, like even move it. And I don't think any of the people in Atlanta would even care if the Falcons moved to, I don't know, what's a major city that doesn't have a football team? San Antonio? That's what they always threaten with, right? Sure. Uh, Los uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> so bring a bring a third team to Los Angeles. Where would be where would be a good spot to bring a new team? Tallahassee, Florida needs more football. <laughs> Austin, because they certainly don't have a college football team anymore. Oh, shots fired. I think San Antonio or Memphis. Let's get something in the Midwest cooking. How about Iowa? Yes, 
the Des Moines Rangers. Yes. Where's like the most inconvenient spot for travel? Like, like oh, St. Bo- Louis. Like the Bozeman Falcons or something. St. <laughs> Louis. Yeah, good call. Um, Edward Jones Field still needs a tenant. Yeah, who was even doing anything there? Just dude perfect rents it out every couple months. <laughs> University of Missouri, Kansas City playing in like the NAIA in an empty 80,000 person NFL stadium. Or I guess not University of Missouri, Kansas City. St. Louis University. Go Bellicans. Is that an Ohio Valley team? Um, I don't remember. They're down in the Missouri Valley. Um, I think we need like another rival to the Packers sort of thing. Just like a small market Midwestern town. Toronto. That- <laughs> Winnipeg, move them to Winnipeg. They could they move the Thrashers to be the Jets. Why not move the Falcons <laughs> to be the passenger airliners or whatever? Out outdoor <laughs> stadium. <laughs> Just start start threatening to move the the Hawks to Winnipeg at some point too. Yeah, the Raptors need like an in country competition. Well, it's tough because these. Uh, divisions have been the same for so long, so you'd, they'd still have to play like Carolina, New Orleans, <laughs> and Tampa Bay, and then you just have Winnipeg in there. <laughs> like Drew Brees in a dome, ninety percent of the year. Then he's got to go play in Winnipeg in November. It's a Outside thirty. <laughs> oh, that's such a cool wrinkle. I love this idea. I don't think the CFL would. Oh, but they have to play with CFL rules too. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that would be so much fun. Like like emerging the CFL and the NFL, but like you play the home team rules. Oh, you could just do so relegation. We'll just do relegate with the CFL, and we'll do the Arena Football League and the Lingerie Football League. We'll have Ooh, a couple Phil- tiers. So we'll have the Philadelphia Soul facing off against the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, John Bon Jovi and uh, Jerry Jones sitting in the same booth with Chris Christie <laughs> <laughs> talking about <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I love that. Anytime I see B. Hill pop up i think of uh benny hill and i start playing yakety sax matt ryan passed a b white hill for nine yard gate that's pretty good for mouth trumpet perfect pitch thank you um i wanted to talk about chaos defense this is the perfect time to talk about it because these are two bad defenses playing each other you guys notice like when a defense has no fucking idea what they're doing they just throw like eight or nine or even ten guys all on the line of scrimmage like pretending like they're blitzing a gap i call it the chaos defense and then almost always like none of those guys are actually rushing and everyone drops into coverage like a scared little bitch yeah so here, here's my thought on chaos defense. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Toilet, but unlike offense, defense can line up in whatever formation they want. Yeah, dude. You could put, like, all 11 guys on, like, the sideline if you wanted to. <laughs> Defend the sideline. <laughs> First of all, it worked for the Lions, so don't discredit having that in your playbook. Um, 
It also would have worked when, um, oh, what's his name? The running back for the Bears who went out of bounds when he should have just Barber. fallen. Marion yeah. Barber should have just fallen down. We would have beaten the fucking Denver Broncos he, like he five off, years ago. He kicked off Tebow Mania. Yeah, that was the yeah, same Yeah, that was longer than five years ago. That was like eight years ago. <laughs> oh, God. Look out upon the Marion Barber. <laughs> um uh, so what if like marching band style, you were able, <laughs> this is where I'm going with chaos. The band is on the field. <laughs> what if marching band style, you were able to choreograph the way, like when the offense is in the huddle, <laughs> the defensive players are just like running around on the defensive yes. side of the field, like yes. a swarm of bees, just yes. like seemingly aimlessly running around and yes. like swirling it, but also while doing that, shifting personnel so that they can get what they want. And also when the ball is snapped, the players are still like relatively close to the position that they would be in prior to the snap, but the offense has no idea what they're going to do. That's big brain. Like you're gonna need to work on conditioning because having defensive linemen sprinting around the half of the field is gonna take its toll. But I feel like it's definitely gonna create confusion on the offensive side. Yeah, dude. Also, also doesn't work in no huddle offenses. But you know, like in the first ten scripted plays, this might work. Sure. I mean, these offenses are huddling all the time anyway because they're making two. They're making two play calls on every single play. So I think this would totally work. I think it also work in uh, youth sports as well, especially when there aren't significant uh, weight differences between a lot of the players. Exactly. Like when they're coached to do a specific thing, but they're like, I don't know if this is a person who's a defensive line. And they all have random numbers on. Like there's no way to identify like who's actually playing what. It's kind of like how peewee football is. It's just like amoeba like roll, like runs to the ball. And then like it literally is three yards in a cloud of dust. And then every once in a while, some kid breaks free. But yes, it looks just like that, Luke. It's just like a a, a mass of humans running around in a circle. I mean, I love this. I think if you're a bad defense, what do you have to lose? Exactly. That was what I was talking about. This with someone. They were like, "Don't wouldn't only bad teams do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, but that's kind of the point." And they're like, "Well, wouldn't wouldn't that be bad?" Because they're telling on themselves that they're bad. And I was like, "Well, if you want to get better, you gotta try new shit." It's like maybe if you're not a very good quote unquote offensive guru, you just run a stupid gadget play where you put a defensive lineman in at running back once per week in 2018, and all of a sudden people think that you're a good coach. I wonder who you could be talking about there. <laughs> Do you remember the Khalil Mack two point play against the Eagles in the playoff game? Oh my god! Where they did they didn't even hand it to him, did they? No, he just ran in motion on one side, and they just like threw a fade to the other, the other so corner. So bad, so bad. Oh my god! Okay, we got at, we. At least we can just you know, at least we can rest our hat on the Cordell Patterson jet sweep for one oh yard every god. day. They're not I even can't... running the jet sweep; they're running halfback dive with Daryl. Um. So. What do you think, Daryl? What does Daryl know about Matt Nagy? Does he have like pics of him, like like some feet pics, or like does he know like some embezzlement issues? Like, what 
is Matt Nagy's obsession with giving Cordero Patterson the ball. Matt Nagy is stealing office supplies. <laughs> and Cordero Patterson walked in on him, and he just like his hoodie pocket was full of pens and hole punches. <laughs> just nothing. Stole the laminator machine for his big like placemat. <laughs> He's been. Oh no! He, no no! He caught Cordero caught Matt Nagy not being you. Mm. Oh, that's it. That's what happened. Yeah, somebody got caught it. being someone else, and it weren't being you. Ooh, Matt Rule wearing a mask doesn't cover his nose. Very cool. <laughs> that that worked out really well for Paul Christ. <laughs> Former Baylor head coach, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. So, so Luke, Luke in toilet. You want to give a little synopsis on Big Ten football since we were talking about Paul Christ? Uh, well, Paul Christ and then ten members of the Wisconsin Badgers team have COVID, including their star quarterback. They're, they're um, like. Top three quarterbacks, actually. <laughs> like uh, the entire QB room. Has so, does Nebraska COVID. win this game? Because they're not going to be able to make it up. They just no. canceled it. That's uh, not fair. They well, should get to win. The Wisconsin could still, like, as long as they had a couple of reserve linemen, they could probably just still run the ball every play and beat Nebraska. That's a good point. Just old well, bully football. I feel like Nebraska should get a win, and then Wisconsin doesn't get a loss or a tie. They just there's just a ghost ghost game that they played. But Scott that, Frost needs everything he can get. That would imply that Big Ten leadership is like coherent or had a plan to begin with in terms of how they're going to handle Wait, these situations. Was this plan devised by leaders or legends? Um, this is specifically in the legends division. <laughs> This Indiana is, wouldn't have any of that tea. No. The They're Big Ten as leaders. <laughs> the Big Ten rolled into this BCS party and they were like, oh, everyone's already had a couple beers. And they just fucking stone cold stunnered themselves and started like chugging beers right away and gave themselves COVID. Um, yeah. So the way that they're handling is that they're canceling the game. Like it's just never going to happen. And like, who knows what happens to Wisconsin if they can't play next week? Um, Nebraska, to their credit, attempted to set up a like quick turn game with Chattanooga, and um, the Big Ten denied Chattanooga <laughs> because Chattanooga was not up to the Big Ten's testing standards, which, to be fair, are like strict and like the whole purpose of having this like just conference schedule was to mitigate some of those risks, but um, it, it they're just going to play eight games instead of nine or whatever it is. Dumb. It'd be a shame if they just established this precedent going forward and we could get rid of some of the like Patsy games that Nick Saban has every year in the SEC. Play someone, Saban. <laughs> Baby, don't play no one, pal. Just like small time athletic departments catching multi-million dollar checks while their 182 pound left tackles get absolutely <laughs> bulldozed by the Alabama defensive line <laughs> losing 82 to three <laughs> uh man first win at uh Rutgers head coach right yeah shout out Rutgers football yeah. Big Ten Nation. Indiana's going to lose to Rutgers this week. I know it because Indiana got 
like immediately ranked 19th in the coaches poll. And that's, <laughs> that's way too fucking high for Indiana football. They're definitely going to lose to Rutgers this week. Like that's oh. the course correction. Luke, I was looking for, I have this video. I, I can't, we were watching, um, I went to say it was IU Michigan like three or f- like four or five years ago and they went to overtime and I like caught your reaction as Indiana lost on a last second play and it was great and I wanted ah oh, fuck I wanted to find it after this after this game because I was convinced that they were going to overturn that call at the end oh I was convinced too and Indiana was like in the process of blowing the game like accidentally kicking an onside kick with like 43 seconds to go at the end of regulation instead of like squibbing it like they were lined up for a kickoff and the kicker just like put it into the front row guys (laughs) and i was staring daggers at the tv and maddie was like breathe calm down don't be angry it's gonna be okay i was like don't tell me to breathe indiana does this all the fucking time and allow me to be angry this is cathartic now if you were back at uh at school and on campus, you how many uh, definitely definitely not officially licensed gear would you buy that would be commemorating this game? A lot of like you know reach puns and a lot of like you know was he in or was he out puns like you know those sort of shirts. Was the Phoenix in or out? Yeah, was the Phoenix in or out? I would only be Can able your to Phoenix reach far enough. I would only be able to afford the shirt that came with cover at Kilroy's for three <laughs> bucks. Yeah, speaking of novelty jerseys, I feel like Phoenix has got to be got to be up there. What number does he wear? Nine. Oh, perfect, dude. First of all, it's Phoenix Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Phoenix Senior and congrats on the Phoenix. Um, and they don't sell college jerseys with players' names on the back. Oh, why is that? Uh, licensing. I thought you can profit from your likeness now. But the school doesn't do it because then they would have to like pay royalties to players, and that calculus is like different than putting Trevor Lawrence in a billboard for a car dealership, which I think is like the spirit of that rule. It'd be a shame if they couldn't find somebody at the Indiana Kelly School of Business who could properly calculate a royalty. Uh, Cody Zeller himself. A graduate of Indiana University's Kelly School of Business. Did he actually graduate? Yeah. Wow. With a degree in? Finance, I think. Accounting. I have oh, no accounting. idea. No, I, probably not accounting. I can't imagine any any collegiate athlete would have the time to be an accounting major. Yeah, he was probably a management major or something. But he had, like a, <laughs> he had a better grade point average than I did. So shout out to Frat. Cody Zeller. <laughs> Definitely in the meaty part of the bell curve in terms of the grades I got in college. Oh, Carolina has the ball with two minutes and 50 seconds left. Um, so they're down 25 to 17, and if they get a touchdown, they go for two and win the game. We get score, Gummy! <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no, it'll be 25-25. Yeah, oh, be no. I can't do math. Dude, Robbie Anderson has a neck tattoo? That's pretty hot. <laughs> Is it like Deshaun Stevenson's, who still has the best neck tattoo of all time? Abraham, Abraham Lincoln? Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. No, his is just like a, a necklace tattooed on his body, maybe, so he doesn't ever get his chain snatched, except by the devil. There you go. Who had the kiss on their neck? Was that Kmart? Kmart. 
That was definitely his wife's lips, right? Sure. Not just some random girl. Hmm. Mrs. Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of boys? speaking of just picking someone random for something, the White Sox hired Tony Larusa. I feel like that isn't random. I feel like that is a very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not concerted, but that's a uh, no, not not poignant. Um, it means something. What's the word for that? Relevant? No. Terrible? Uh, terrible, definitely. Um, it was by design. Like, they picked, like, the old guy, like, the old baseball, don't believe in analytics guy on purpose. Especially with Hinch and Cora out there, like, who you could, who are both World Series winning managers in the past five years. Asterisk. Uh, yeah. You know what else they have, Zach? Rings. <laughs> Do you think uh, this is, uh, uh, what's his name? Kenny Williams? Is he the GM? Uh, <laughs> no, no, but he's still a part of the organization. It's uh, Rick Hahn. Rick Hahn. Do you think that's just like, oh, let's hire a manager who's going to obviously be terrible so that when the White Sox continually fall short of expectations, we get someone to blame? But they exceeded expectations this year. They made the playoffs for the first time in forever. They had the best offense in baseball for half the season. And they crashed out in, like, the weird wild card round, granted. But, like, is this the time for an organizational shakeup? I, I feel like that team has had so much talent for a long time. Like, I've just expected them to make the play. Like, their division has been so fucking terrible for a long time that I've kind of just expected them to make the playoffs. They well, finally is achieved. It? Yeah, the, is the it Indians terrible? are in it. The, well, the Indians are there, but the Twins have been awesome lately. Mm, I don't know. I feel like it's just well, – when I see any of those teams, I'm not afraid of any of them. The Tigers and the Royals have been – Oh, yeah, the Royals Tigers bad, suck. Though, Tigers are ass. Speaking of A.J. Hinch, I think the Tigers are hiring Hinch. Like the yeah. NL Central is probably the best division in baseball. Uh, uh, no. NL West? Probably not be true. They have three really, really strong, relevant teams. And at the bottom Beast. is just garbage. Uh, maybe if the Mets get good, but the Phillies and Marlins. No, I'm just kidding. They're, it's pretty bad. AL East, I guess? No. AL East, but the, the Red Sox were horrible this year. Shout out Midwest, dude. Well, the, no, I guess I guess the Blue, Blue Jays were okay, right? And the Junkies are good, and the Rays are good. And the Orioles were making noise for like a second there. Making noise. Yeah, they're the Red Frisky. The Reds made some noise this year too, but just in a different kind of way. <laughs> um, the Padres are in the NL West, right? Oh, yeah, it's the yeah. NL West okay. for sure. All right, yeah. Well, Padres, Dodgers, Giants. And yeah. I guess my larger point is the White Sox are carrying the larger Chicago tradition of having a lot of talent and falling short of expectations year after year. Because I feel like this year, like they were a sexy like World Series pick by like the right around like playoffs starting. As a lot of people were picking the White Sox to yeah make some proverbial noise. Well, they fell to second in the AL Central, which put them into the weird seventh spot <laughs> wild card round hell. Because um, I think that they would have been. Well, I guess after 60 games, like, how can you really, like, judge a team? But 
in a like best of three playoff in baseball, that's anyone's game. Like, not even a best of five, and sometimes those series get weird results. Well, shout out to L.A. It's been a long time since they won a championship, so really happy for them. <laughs> Chimp and chip. <clears throat> um, really big years for Los Angeles and Tampa Bay. They won COVID. Yeah, true. Having some great, great years. And when and Justin I mean- Herbert and the Chargers win the Super Bowl, <laughs> this is all going to come together. Well, no, that would that would belong to San Diego. San Diego would get credit still for that. I... Boltman, Boltman in the boat. That's what we need is a picture just Boltman on the boat by himself in Tampa. <laughs> uh, that's a good transition for Boltman actually, because he like terminated his contract with the Chargers when they moved to Los Angeles. Sad. I think he made an appearance at, like, San Diego City Council in the bowl. <laughs> he did. He did. In full regalia. <laughs> yeah. Um, Zach, I see your last two topics on here, and I don't understand what either of them mean. Care to explain? Well, are we done talking about football? Do we need to touch on the Bears? We didn't really touch on the Bears that much. I, I honestly, I would vomit in my mouth if we talked about the Bears. With only- that being said, I have talked myself into the Bears winning this weekend. And guess what? It's a it's the Fox game of the week. Ugh. So the world's going to get to see it. us again. God damn it. The only good part about that game was when Zach called toilet in the middle of it and you guys just had a phone conversation midway through the Bears game. Meanwhile, what Toilet didn't tell you was happening in the background was we were very much in the process of mounting a television at our friend's house. <laughs> so you just took a pause to have like a quick phone conversation about the Bears during that time. It was, I was, it was delightful. I was upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. I love how I love how the the majority of the so the majority of the U.S. population. Basically, from like Texas up to North Dakota, all the way over to Maine and down to Florida and over, is going to watch New Orleans at Chicago. And then, basically, all the states where there's like five people living there, and California and um, Oregon and Washington are going to get the Seattle at San Francisco game. I would much rather have that flipped and have like the rest of the U.S. get to watch San Francisco at Seattle. Yeah, we're like a penis outside in the wintertime. We just shrivel up when there's any kind of yep. pressure mm-hmm. around us. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I wish that map was completely flipped. And in Illinois, we got the um, uh, 49ers versus Seahawks game. <laughs> and, like, the rest of the country got the Bears. So I can just Shut live up. in plausible deniability. Shout out Big Ten legend Russell Wilson. Who, who messed up the schedule this year? Because we're just doing, like, deja vu of games we played last year because we went to la last year and we got the shit kicked out of us in prime time and the saints came to our house last year and teddy bridgewater kicked the shit out of us again why are we just playing these same games over and over again i remember i started watching that game last uh last year because uh we were on our katie and i were on our honeymoon in hawaii and i watched like a quarter of it and i was like all right this is dumb i'm gonna go back to the pool at the classic hawaii like 2 p.m Sunday night football game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the game it was like a late game in Chicago, so it, it 
teed up at like 10 a.m. out in Hawaii. It was pretty <laughs> Zach, awesome. Zach, that was very unintentionally very Kim Kardashian of you to drop the on my vacation in Hawaii. This is pre-COVID. Okay, sure. And we didn't have to have we didn't have to have medical tests to go out there. The help uh, just wore grass skirts, and not masks. <laughs> Uh, Did you go to a luau? Did you go to, like, the, like, Don and Megan Draper Hawaiian dance performance? Yeah, they have them, like, all the time. I even got brought up on stage to dance, too. Oh. It was great. Where's the video of that? I'll I'll text Katie. Yeah, Katie's got it. (laughs) It's somewhere. You you know what sucks is Michael Thomas is going to play this week for the first time all year, and he's just going to light our asses up. Slant's boy. Kyle like, Fuller's going to kick him in the shin and put him out for the rest of the game. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it's going to um, be Fuller on him. Eddard <sighs> ja- Jackson is just going <laughs> to head on him. Uh, I'm already not looking forward to how this game is going to go. I oh. mean, have the, Bear- have the Bears beaten the Saints since that NFC championship in, like, 2006? <sighs> 2007? Yes. When? When it snowed, yeah. Oh, this is coming down to it. This is a good ending. Any Damn. snow coming this weekend? Oh, you haven't seen what happened yet, did you? No, I'm watching it. Statcast. Oh, interception. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> shit. Uh, ass. Um, Zach, let's get to your two last topics. Oh, okay. So, um, I guess they kind of dovetail with each other, but I know we've been talking in our group thread offline about how. We're getting tons and tons of, you know, these like messages from political action committees and groups and stuff like that. And I keep getting one over and over and they call me Francis. And I guess I'm just Francis now. I, I keep I text yes. back to him saying and it's a number number. It's not one of those like three di- four digit numbers or whatever, five digit numbers where it's like clearly automated. This mm-hmm. is like actually somebody sending a text from a real cell phone number and i keep responding back to them saying i'm not francis and they keep calling me francis so i guess i i i, I think i have to change my name now it's this- the rnc shaming you and calling you a cock <laughs> like hey francis are you gonna vote for joe biden <laughs> is this a part of an elaborate nathan for you skit i don't know i hope I, it'd be fun i'd like to be in on it if it was uh, I got my first one. I was kind of missing out. I felt a little bad about myself that all of you guys are getting these political texts, and I got my first one the Don't. other day. No. Keep yeah. yourself pure. <laughs> um, it was just, oh, toilet, you're a teacher. Toilet. They called me toilet because they know I'm toilet. Because that's your name. <laughs> that's that's my you name. definitely my name. <laughs> it's definitely my name. They said, toilet, will you be voting this year? And I said... <laughs> Y'all cowards don't even smoke crack. (laughs) How'd you know my name was Toilet? (laughs) You must listen to the pod. Tear to come on the pod to discuss. Um, And then uh, we got an an erection next week. Not sure if you guys have heard about that. Oh, yeah. This is uh, a Midwest podcast election edition. When are the results actually going to be tabulated? 2021? December. (laughs) At the earliest. Like, what, what's the actual answer to the question? I think the deadline is December 21st or 19th or something. Well, Christmas comes early. 
Looks like Christmas comes more than once a year. Just like me. Have you ever seen that? I think that was t- The World Is Not Enough or Tomorrow Never Dies. Where the uh, the James Bond movie, where the Bond girl is named Christmas Jones. And I feel yes. like the only reason they did that for the entire movie was to set up that throwaway pun at the end of the movie. LOL. Six. Um, any predictions? Did you guys gamble on the election again this year? Uh, I did a free pool on DraftKings. What is that? The mean? world is not enough. Thank you. Um, it means they do like these promos where you have to like pick a bunch of things. Like every Wednesday, there's one for like the weather in uh, wow. U.S. cities where you do over yes. on the temperature. Like Jesus what temperature Christ. is it going to be in Denver, in Hartford, Connecticut, in Phoenix, in Miami, in mm. like a bunch of different places? Can you gamble on gas prices too? Probably not. The callback joke? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, good point. That I ran, flew right over my head. I ran the gasoline prices by a couple people, and they were all very interested. So I think <laughs> they've got some legs. Some people brought up like a couple different options. So we could have the giant wheel that spins. We could have try <laughs> to stop the gas on double zeros or 69 cents. Then we had um, lottery numbers. So you put a bunch of zero, like zero through nine, and then you put a bunch of zeros and ones in it, and then you get three numbers, and that's what you pay per gallon. But you could get stuck with like, uh oh, it's nine eighty seven a gallon. Uh oh. <laughs> um, and you then go in, do a scratcher, and the numbers you reveal on your that scratcher. Was, that was the last idea. Was doing a scratcher. <sighs> so we can just kind of incorporate all different kinds of gambling all into one. Um, but I, I did the free pool, and you have to, like, choose electoral, popular, and, like, the results in specific states. Right, so you did you gamble on, like, how many electoral votes they're both going to get? No, it was just, like, pick who's going to win. Oh. That doesn't seem as fun. And then you get, like, a share of a pool of money. It's more like the daily fantasy side of it rather than, like, straight, like, gambling on it. <laughs> it's like... Did, Joe Biden lay in like what six points? <laughs> What's the electoral yes, exactly. college spread? It's a good uh, question. Ask Nate Silver. It's really not my area of expertise. Are you looking it up? Yeah, this is when the two of you um, talk and ask Zach to look something up. Good radio, very good radio. Listen to Hank Snow. Yeah, I can't. I can't figure it out. But I was going to say we could do a time capsule edition where we run to, you know, you cho- choose your own adventure okay. and you can listen to, you can listen to the pod both ways. Okay. So, um, here we go. Uh, our, our 45th president of the United States is Donald Trump. Go. Well, I'm guessing that, uh, Joe Biden couldn't carry Florida. Yeah. Fill in the blank here. Another state. Another it Rust Belt state. It's crazy how Joe Biden was thrown in prison and died <laughs> on November 2nd. That was crazy. Could you believe the Hunter Biden stuff that broke on November 1st? 
I mean, they said he had child pornography on his laptop. I didn't think that he was going to be participating in it. <laughs> Guys, we finally found the documents. We found the bank statements linking George Soros to every major Democrat ever. It's crazy how uh, BTS did that live uh, TikTok <laughs> with Donald Trump. And they got all their fans to apologize for everything that has happened in the last few months. <laughs> Okay, now uh, your 46th president of the United States is Joey Digital, Joe Biden. Well, I guess the uh, polling industry isn't dead. Um, yeah. You know, this Trump Trump was going to have a hard time when he lost every single swing state. It's time to put all those mailboxes back that you guys stole. <laughs> crazy how people put pipe bombs in every mailbox in the city of philadelphia <laughs> all right boys so uh what are we wearing for halloween this weekend uh nothing just nude nudist just nude public indecency cool yeah cool adam adam the adam. guy who founded uh coney 2012 <laughs> I'm going to be pretty much the same thing, Zach. I'm going to be a hot dog, so we're kind of both going to be wieners. Nice. These are always wieners. Ooh. Oh. Luke, what about you? Oh, um, this is a uh, visual gag for um, all of our viewers, but I actually have my Halloween costume right here. Do you guys want to oh, see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me guess, astronaut? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to be an astronaut. Uh, yes. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Someone's been watching the uh, Challenger documentary. Great. For the 30th year in a row, Luke is an astronaut. Cool. It's for the sixth year in a row. This is and I wasn't, even, a, I wasn't even an astronaut last year. I was a Marine sniper, Mr. Rogers. Oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> you were finally not an astronaut. That's true. Growth. I know what all of your mothers are going to be for Halloween. Do you? Lovely. Oh, oh, that's good. That's so nice. Wait, what a way to end the pod. I think that this is like the year when it's socially acceptable to get like one of those water balloon slingshots and just fling Snickers bars at kids. <laughs> and I feel like that, that could be some really good entertainment on the night of Halloween. It's some good comedy right there. Yeah, there'll probably be a lot more tricks and a lot less treats this, this year round. It's it's the worst because not only is it Halloween, Halloween is on a Saturday, and it's daylight savings. So you get so an extra hour. It's the recipe for the world's greatest Halloween, and it's going to hey, be the world's COVID. worst Halloween. Zach, what were you going to tell COVID? Uh, I was just going to tell COVID to pound sand, and I hate it. I hate you, COVID. I hate you, COVID. We're an anti-COVID podcast, but we're pro-COVID research. Kick podcast. rocks, COVID. Kick rocks. We research how much you suck ass. What does pound sand mean? I just envision somebody like punching sand. I just it's it's a kick rocks or go fly kite. You know, I think it's just an idiomatic expression. Go fly kite is a euphemism, though. Right for go fuck yourself. Yeah, but like that's pound sand is the same thing too. It's just a what's clean, a euphemism for? Just 
Fuck yourself. Get out of here. No. That's what it's for. Pound sand. Kick rocks. Just get out of here, you loser. Message received. <laughs> oh. Good boy. Hi, Hank. Yeah. All right. I think we've officially run out of stuff to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. Until next week, boys. Until yeah. next week. Love you, boys. I love you. Call your mothers. I love you, mom.